The bagpipe is one of the oldest instruments. To play it, you blow into a pipe attached to a leather or synthetic bag, then press on the bag to force the air out through other pipes to create sound. The Big Rab Show podcast is very kindly sponsored by G1. G1 Reeds and Chanters were played in 8 out of the 9 winning World Championship performances in 2017, including the newly crowned Grade 1 World Champions in Vararian District, and also for some bands, including the Red Hot Chili Pipers. So many thanks to the guys at G1 for keeping the lights on here at the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there. Welcome along to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you all? Hope you're all keeping very, very well out there. I hope you're enjoying your off-season. Because, yeah, the piping calendar, or at least the competitive piping calendar, has finished. The Carl Games are behind us, and that's pretty much it. Although, Rangy, there are still event, a few events being held all over the place. Uh, I think there's one in Pitlochry different things. I got messages, abundant messages, let's say. Once I announced that the season was over, I got a load of messages saying, no, it's not. No, it's not. We're playing at this and we're playing... So, what I drew from that, the conclusion is, is that the pipe band season never really really finishes. So, this might sound a little different from usual, because this podcast, believe it or not, is being recorded on the fly. What I mean by that is I'm... In a completely different location from where I should actually be. Normally I record the podcast in my house. In my own kind of like a little practice room where I have all my instruments and stuff and junk. And I have a soft seat in there. And I make myself a cup of tea and I sit and talk to you guys. But tonight when I'm recording this. This is the 30th of August I'm recording this. I'm in Belfast. And... Yeah, <laughs> why am I in Belfast? I'm sitting in my car in the car park and I have just left the dress rehearsal for the Belfast tattoo. Now, I don't want to give too much away, but I've been working my wee socks off tonight at the dress rehearsal and to see everything that this tattoo is going to produce, it's just incredible. But that's going to be on next week's podcast. Because by the time I get everything edited together, uh, it's just going to be a crazy amount of stuff. So, I got chatting to so many amazing people at the tattoo. Thank you to absolutely everyone I've met at the tattoo. (laughs) You were awesome. And you will hear all of your interviews on next week's podcast. So, there you go. That's to look forward to. The Belfast Tattoo. If anything, it's an event that gets larger and larger each year. Uh, from what it certainly had started out, it wasn't huge, it was kind of a small little event and it ran and it was very successful and very popular. And now look at it now in 2017, it's massive. But that's that's next week's podcast. I can't, oh, I, you know, if anything, I'm just so excited about the tattoo because the doors open tomorrow night. That was, I'm recording this, it's Wednesday night, so it's the dress rehearsal and the doors open to the public tomorrow and everyone in that building is just insanely excited. And me along with them. And I'm just a member of the press. <laughs> so, hey, that is what it is. Right, guys, let's get into the podcast. First of all, let's get through, through to the regular introduction. Welcome to the Big Rab Show podcast. We are the show for the piping folk. So if bagpipes are your thing, then we are the show for you. I have to say hi to all of our new listeners because yeah, I keep saying this with every podcast now, but each time, each week, we get new listeners and we get tweets, we get Facebook messages saying, Oh, I didn't know you guys done this. How long you been doing that for? <laughs> um, 
every week for about over 30 odd weeks. Where have you been? So, yeah, we talk about piping and drumming and everything from our amazing piping scene. Yeah, each and every week. So we do hope to bring you some kind of news and entertainment. So, yeah. Anyway, let's fly on. One of the features we have on the show is listener mail. And we have got some listener mail this week. Uh, some that I can't really read out because... Uh, <laughs> so, mm, yeah, a lot of it was talking about judging. If you r- listen to the, our world's wrap-up, yeah, a lot of very strong opinions, let's just say. Now, to be fair, I don't know. There's a lot of questions... I think. But I think I answered them in in the wrap-up podcast. You know, as much as people love to question judges and they love to question what were they listening to, essentially, we can't ask that question because we weren't standing in that arena at that moment in time where he was standing with a clipboard in your hand. So, you know, I took my hat off to judges. As much as we love to kind of slag them off or whatever... You know, I think judges have possibly one of the most difficult jobs to do in our piping in our piping world because what they're essentially doing is they're critiquing an art form, and they're you know it's really difficult to put one piece of art above another. I think somebody compared this in the past. I think it was actually on the Beer Tent podcast. So shout out to those guys. They were talking about what we're essentially doing as competing at art. So who's to say? Say you were an, an artist and one guy made a sculpture. Uh, another guy made another sculpture and then somebody comes along and says this one's better than the other one you know what I mean it's kind of subjective it's all art at the end of the day it's all music music is an art form and that's what we're competing at you know so who is to say what's better than the other (sighs) I don't know that's an argument in itself you know competitive art forms Uh, I don't know so people argue, well, the Olympics, look at the Olympics, you get synchronized swimming, that's an art form. You look at the Winter Olympics, you got, you know, the ice skating and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know, that's an art form, essentially it's dancing and uh, it's too music and uh, uh, this gets into such a grey area and I'm rambling a bit now. But I guess what I'm trying to say is, with all of the emails and messages and comments that we got talking about the various judges and questioning their uh, decision at the world championships i'll answer you all at the same time you weren't standing in that arena with the clipboard on your hand and you didn't hear what that guy heard (sighs) basically it um nobody has the same vantage point as a judge now the crowd are kept back from the band by a minimum i think of about 12 feet maybe even more in some some arenas uh so you know, judges are up close and personal, so perhaps they hear things we don't. So, whenever it comes to questioning judges, yeah, I don't know. I That's my argument for it, really. Honestly, as much, sometimes, <laughs> as people love to kind of joke and slag judges, I honestly would throw my support behind them because I do think they have a very difficult job. I'm sure you guys out there will be, Oh, Rob, you're sitting on the fence. Get off the fence, you big Jesse. But, (laughs) 
to be fair. That's my honest opinion, guys. And this is the podcast where I can be honest. I'm not ruled by Ofcom. Nobody's going to come and slap me with a big fine or anything. Uh, so, yeah, I can say as I please on the podcast. So if I do think a particular judge, uh, his, quest- his decision was questionable or whatever, then fair enough, I would say that. But to be honest, I can't ever see myself doing that because judges are there at a vantage point away from everyone else. So they hear stuff that we don't. So there you go. That's my answer to all of you. <laughs> right, so let's get on to some more listener mail. That was a bit preachy, wasn't it? Yeah, cheekers. Apologies, guys. Wow, a bit of a rant there from Rab. Okay, we got some email in here from Andrew, who emailed in bigrabshow at gmail.com. Hey, Andrew. He says, how's it going, eh? Oh, okay, well, you must be Canadian. Uh, He says, I'm currently going through your podcasts and having a blast. Awesome, that's great. It is kind of a refresher on what has happened this past season. Uh, See, there you go, you can look back at each episode and get caught up. Uh, One topic caught his ear, uh, which was on finances. Uh, Yeah, that was quite a good one, Andrew. So what he says here is, when I hear people say that piping is far too expensive... I tell them if you compare it to playing hockey, it's far cheaper. A youngster nowadays can go through new skits every couple of years at a few hundred dollars a pop. Then you have the rest of your equipment, paying to be on the team, renting arena for practice, tournament expenditures, travel and hotel, private instructions, and then you have uh, summer camps, etc. Wow, that is quite expensive. Uh, So he says, with piping... Once you have your instrument and you know how to maintain it properly, the piper should have that for life. That's a pretty valid point, Andrew. Never thought of that. Yeah. He says, our band and others supply kilts, sparring, flashes, belt, vest, tie, cap badges, reeds and drums on loan. That's a pretty good deal if you ask me. Plus, you're not getting your teeth knocked in unless you're running your mouth at the beer tent. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a risk, Andy. <laughs> Woo. Yeah, I don't know what to say to that. <clears throat> anyway, anyway, he says, loving the, my podcast binge. Keep up the great work on the podcast and the live radio too. Andy McPee from the Moonstone in Ontario, Canada. Awesome. Andy, thanks a million for your email, pal. I'm so glad that you're enjoying the podcast. And yeah, this is a very interesting topic. You know, somebody did compare it once about, you know, playing sports. Especially sports you have to buy a lot of equipment for, like hockey. You know, yeah, it can run into thousands of pounds, or thousands of dollars, depending on where you are. Yeah, that could run into quite a large expenditure. Especially for parents. You know, maybe not so much the kids, because they don't earn anything. They just go to the bank of man and die. Here! I want a set of McCallums. Oh, do you now? Really? Yeah, and I want silver mounts on them. And I want a set of G1 chanters on her. And uh, <laughs> G1 reads as well. And, uh, oh, oh, why? Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what else do you want? Oh, I want one of those fancy flight cases that has wee wheels on it and everything. You can wheel it round. And, oh, look, class. Oh, is that right? Uh-huh. And then I need new brogues as well. Right. And a jacket. And a cape. And a new hat. Oh, for goodness sake. So... <laughs> piping and drumming can be expensive but Andrew has a very valid point once you get yourself set up you're set for life a set of bagpipes maintained properly I have to put that precursor in if they're maintained properly will last you for life 
Like my father, for instance, I think he still has the same set of pipes he had whenever he was in his early 20s. So, you know, a set of bagpipes could properly last you all your days, you know? Granted, the official outlay, or the original outlay, would be kind of expensive, but whenever you take it over, you're going to be having a piping career, if you want, for quite a number of years, that instrument's going to last you. So there you go. The same could be said for drummers, perhaps, although we have the same expenditure as pipers do, you know, you guys change reeds and chanters and stuff when we change sticks and heads. Uh, you know, it is what it is. But... You know, as much as the game does cost you a lot of money at the other at the other time, you know, when you compare it to other comparable hobbies, uh, like take rally driving, for instance, <laughs> you buy yourself a rally car at a couple of hundred thousand, and then you have to insure it, and uh don't even get me started on other hobbies. Anyway, Grant, because I get a lot of sticks sometimes for being a piping fan. And you go, oh, are you into piping and drumming? Are you? Ah, surely. How much does that cost you? Uh, yeah, dead on. What are you into? Ah, motorbike racing. Uh huh. How much does that cost you? Uh, see, no argument. Anyway, I, this is a rambly podcast. I have to apologise. Right, let's get to it. I do have my script in front of me, and I did mention the coil gathering. Yes, the coil, the mighty coil gathering. Yeah, was this past weekend. And that normally does wrap it up for us in the RSPBA calendar. It used to be the last big end of season major. And it isn't anymore. And to be fair, it's kind of unfortunate. You know, in a way, I do really miss the call. Especially the parade of the street, of the street in Dunin. I think that was just awesome. Every year, the parade of the town after was just the best atmosphere. If anything, it reminded me of Port Russian, Northern Ireland. It was just awesome. So, but hey, the coil, it's still going. The championship still runs. It just doesn't have major championship status anymore. So let's look at the results, shall we? The guys were juking it out, and who came out tops? So the drum majors. Juvenile Kyle champion went to Becky Cox of the College of Piping. Well done, Becky. Adult champion went to Liam Renton of Inverarian District. There you go. Well done, Liam. On to the bands, because I think that was all really for the drum majors. The bands, grade four, went to Rothsay and Districts, and they lifted the drumming as well. Not bad weekends work for Rothsay. Grade four, MSR, went to Loch Ryan. Awesome. Oh, there you go. Well done, Loch Ryan. And they lifted the drumming as well. So not a bad weekend's work for Rothsay and for Loch Ryan. Now, grade three went to Kintyre Schools. Now, how awesome's that? <laughs> well done, guys, at Kintyre Schools. I think, yeah, you'll be more chuffed with that result. Well played. The drumming went to Wallastone and District. So, well done, guys. But Kintyre Schools lifting the top spot in grade three, that's fantastic. Now, Grade 3 MSR, however, was all kind of one-sided. It went to Wallastone, who lifted the top spot, plus they lifted the drumming as well. So Wallastone and District finishing the season on a very strong note there, guys. So well done. Well played. Now, Grade 2. And then, yeah, it went to Glasgow Sky. Of course. <laughs> and they played for it too. You should really go and check out the run from Glasgow Sky. It was incredible. Because, uh, yeah, uh, just take my word for it, okay? Just go and check it out. <laughs> Plus they lifted the drumming as well. Now onto grade one, of course, grade one was lifted by Inverarian District, our current world champions. And they lifted the drumming title as well in grade one. So congratulations, Inverarian. Now, I'm gonna tell you to go and check out the performances of both Glasgow Sky and Inverary because they're incredibly interesting. 
I think would be the word. Because you got a different side to both bands, I feel, at the Carl. Um, they were so much more relaxed. On the day of the World Championships, you know, everyone had their game faces on. And everyone was not stressed. Stressed is the wrong word. But kind of focused and determined, I think. And that kind of came through in their performances. Like Inverary, especially on the Friday and qualifying day. Man, they sounded almost aggressive. When those big opening rolls came, it was like a punch in the face. You're like, wow, Inverary are here. Gee. You know what I mean? There was no messing from Inverary over on the Friday. And then on the Saturday, a little bit more relaxed, a little bit more musical performance, but still had that aggressive edge. Uh, it was just amazing to watch. So check out the call performances, because the bands knew themselves. This is the end of the season, guys. You know, the big ones behind us. We're here to play a few tunes and possibly win a trophy. And it came across. You know, they were so much more relaxed. The performances were just... Yeah. Go and check them out. They are available, I think, on YouTube. There are a few clips available here and there. But I think we have a good few videos up on the Rab Show Facebook page. Now, turn your page in my script. Woo! Okay. <laughs> no editing. See, I did tell you this is recorded on the fly. <laughs> Alright, now I did mention on last week's podcast that just around the corner, the 16th of September, is the All-Ireland Solos. Yeah, and I did say on last last week's podcast that the entry details and such haven't been released yet, so nobody really knows how to enter for it. Well, this has now finally been rectified. The details are all up on the RSPBA NI website. Now, the closing date for entries for your All-Ireland Solos are the 2nd of September, so it's only really just around the corner. So no sooner have they put the application forms up, they're closing the door again. So it's a very small window, and they are saying that late entries will not be accepted. Hmm. So no messing there. So if you are interested in competing at this year's All-Ireland Solos, down there at Trinity School in Dublin on the 16th, get your entry forms in now, would be the instruction. Yeah. So that's still to come. And then obviously once all the entries are in, hopefully we'll get the draw and we'll bring that to you here in the podcast. Right, the Edinburgh Tattoo. Just as I'm here at the Belfast Tattoo, the Edinburgh Tattoo was on the telly not too long ago. In fact, it was on there Monday night on BBC. For those of you who have access to UK television, I am aware a lot of you don't, who listen internationally. But the Edinburgh Tattoo from 2017 was on the BBC television. And... It's kind of a tradition in our house to watch the tattoo, regardless <laughs> of how good or bad or whatever it is, because it's never bad. So, yeah, that's just a heads up. For those of you in the UK who listen to the podcast and you might have missed the Edinburgh tattoo, go and check it out. It should be available on the catch-up service on the BBC's iPlayer. You can go and check that out. Now, it's, everybody knows the Edinburgh tattoo. Everybody knows the Edinburgh tattoo. And the music in it this year was just amazing. Yeah, I think the Pipers, you know, the mass pipes and drums all started out with a tune called When the Pipers Play. We played it on last night's live show on Fuse FM. What a tune. You know, it's kind of a tune that I haven't heard in many years. But, yeah, after hearing it at the Edinburgh Tattoo, it's kind of a tune I want to hear a band playing on a competitive field. That would be really interesting. So, go and check it out. The Edinburgh Tattoo, available on the BBC iPlayer now. Okay, this weekend, I was just talking about it. Is the Belfast Tattoo. <laughs> Many times we're going to talk about it on this podcast. It's a huge event. The Thursday night has already been sold out. The Friday night's very nearly getting there. And the Saturday, the final night, 
It's almost there too. Almost a packed house. So it's in the SSE Arena in Belfast. And it's going to be featuring such acts as Manor Cunningham Pipe Band, the Winnipeg Police Pipe Band, plus kind of a, a gathering of pipers and drummers from all over Northern Ireland to come and play at the Belfast Tattoo. So if anything, I'm going to be really excited to get chatting to the guys from Manor, Manor Cunningham and the Winnipeg Police. So if anything, the, the Winnipeg Police have already been shouting at me saying, Hey, there's Big Rev! Hey! 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 Awesome. So much fun meeting those guys. It's amazing. If anything, I didn't know that any of them actually knew me or I thought they were just shouting. But turned out you all listened to the show. So, hey, hello, Winnipeg Police. <laughs> there's your shout out, guys. So, yeah, expect that on next week's podcast. All the coverage from this weekend's Belfast Tattoo. Now, Inverarian District are our current world champions. And they've been kind of making piping news since. Now, it's been a topic of conversation for quite a while. The Inverarian District should have a civic reception, which is kind of like their hometown making a fuss and a basic celebration of the band lifting the world title and bringing it home. Now, there was quite a little bit of controversy through the week where it was thought that this event wouldn't happen. Yeah, and a lot of people were kind of up in arms saying, well, why not? This band is from our home." A small little hometown, and they're world flipping champions. Why can't we have a, you know, have the band parade the town or whatever? So, <clears throat> thankfully, the event did take place this past weekend. There, Inverarian District had their civic reception in Inverary Town. Now, we uploaded a lot of the video footage from this. A lot of people seemed to film it on their phones and such. It was just amazing to watch. Inferarian District received such a welcome, it was incredible. The town was packed with people on both sides of the street, and the band actually found it hard to get down the main street. It was just incredible to watch. Then the band formed up then eventually at the front of the town hall and performed there. And, you know, with the their drum major that throwing his mace ridiculously high and everything, it was just the best you know i don't think there was anybody there who didn't have a massive smile on their face so it was great to see and congratulations again to inverarian district and it was just awesome to see you know such a welcome from your hometown there in inverary and yeah i'm sure you guys had an awesome night celebrating there up in inverary so yeah if you haven't caught that footage again it's all up there on the big rab show facebook page you can go and check it out the videos are class they go i recommend them they are very very good now, let's talk <laughs> about a little craze that seems to be happening in the piping world this last, well, two weeks or so, two, three weeks. <laughs> it's just taking on a life of its own. I don't know if anybody has caught this, but it's it's kind of specific to social media. We've been catching it a lot on Facebook and especially on Twitter and YouTube, especially. What is happening, it's called extreme bagpiping. <laughs> what's happening is pipers and drummers around the world are doing all sorts of daredevil type things whilst playing bagpipes like recently we uploaded there well shared one out actually from the piper from Scarivore I think he was on the back of a jet ski yep wearing a full kilt and the, I don't know on a jet ski playing Scotland the Brave it was the most weird thing to see and look dangerous as well like what happened if he fell off <laughs> can you swim with a set of bagpipes anyway 
So that was one thing on the back of a jet ski with a set of bagpipes. We've had other pipers who were standing on cliff edges. We've had other pipers up to their waist in freezing cold water. Uh, we've had other... Well, the next guy I'm going to talk about, actually, this is why it's in the news. This guy contacted the Rab Show Facebook page saying, Hey, Rab, made a little video. Thought you guys might want to see it. And with a smiley face. Right? Now, this came from a guy called Roddy Garden. Now... How can I sum this up and give it justice? Yeah, he bungee jumped with bagpipes. He had a he had a proper kilt and all on him, and he got all harnessed up and everything, and he had a full set of bagpipes. And uh, he basically he blew up the pipes and started playing, and the guy behind him started counting down three, two, one, and just shoved them off the bridge. And you know what? He played the pipes all the way down. And he played them all the way back up again. And he kept going. He didn't miss a note. Not a note. You should go and check this out. So, Roddy, mate, I think you have won the Extreme Bagpiping Challenge so far, pal. <laughs> it's just incredible. If anything, you should give Mr. Richard Parks, uh, you know, a shout there from the Mighty Field Marshal. Because if you can perform under that kind of pressure and not miss any notes at all, man, you're a legend. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Bungee jumping whilst bagpiping, that's something else. But here, I have to say, this, and you're just wondering now how far can this craze go? You know, you have guys on jet skis, bungee jumping, all sorts of madness. Yeah, I'm just going to say, if you are going to take part in anything that's going to be really crazy and extreme bagpiping, uh, uh, please take care. <laughs> yeah, don't actually do yourself any physical harm. You know, especially even cause death or anything. Because some of these things, oh, they're white knuckle. Like, have you seen this, the height that this guy bungee jumped from? Good God. And then the, the guy's standing on cliff edges as well. Oh, they make your eyes water. And how they're standing up there just playing tunes as if, eh, that's just another day's practice. You're thinking, oh, what's going on with you? <laughs> so... If you are going to take part in extreme bagpiping, it does seem to be a little bit of a craze at social media at the moment. Please be careful. Can't stress that enough. Look after yourself. Don't do yourself any injuries just to try and yeah, be better than the next. So, yeah, be careful. But, hey, it's good fun for us because we get to watch it and go, What are you doing? Anyway, let's go on. D-Side Caledonia Pipe Bands made an announcement there through our radio show page there not too long ago. Their drum sergeant, Darren Fisher, unfortunately has stepped down. He handed in his resignation. So, yeah, that seemed decide without a drum sergeant. So, yeah, lined up for the job was Lachlan Gibb. Uh, so he had taken up the job basically about a day or so after, yeah, the drum sergeant had, you know, handed in his resignation. So... Lachlan. Lachlan Gibbs now in charge of the back line there at D-Side Caledonia. So Lachlan had previously played with bands such as Bucksburn and District, Boghall and Bathgate in their Grade 1 days, and, yeah, this past couple of seasons with the City of Discovery pipe band. So Lachlan obviously has, yeah, a great, great background and wealth of experience there to bring to D-Side Caledonia. So we wish them well. Best of luck, Lachlan. I'm sure you'll do well. So, let me see. The next story we have is Davidson Mains Pipe Band. If you haven't checked this out yet, 
Where have you been? Davidson Mains have been kind of teasing this for a while. They have recorded a song. They've recorded a cover version of the Ed Sheeran song, Castle on the Hill. Now, for those of you who know who Davidson Mains Pipe Band are, they're basically a bunch of school kids. They're there and, yeah, they're all basically teenage uh, teenagers and... Yeah, they have recorded this song themselves. They play all the instruments, the guitars, uh, you know, the keyboards, and they sing it all, and all that kind of stuff. It's all in the video. You should go and check out the video. It's available on YouTube. Just search for Davidson Mains Pipe Band. Well worth a look. I think the song itself is also available to buy on iTunes, and I think all proceeds go towards the band. So there you go. You'll be supporting a wee pipe band full of youngsters. So... Yeah, go and check it out. The video itself is really well put together. The song is incredible because, of course, they managed to work in the pipes and drums and everything into the song. So it's just awesome to see these kids enjoying piping and drumming. And, yeah, just it's just fantastic. You should go and check it out. Shout out to Davidson Mains Pipe Band. You guys really made me smile this week whenever I caught that video. So thank you very much. And I shall turn the page in my script. Uh, right, let's talk about Klaus Kelt. Yeah, what's going on with Klaus Kelt? Uh, unfortunately, they're needing a new lead drummer. They made an announcement there on their Facebook page there recently saying that they're on the lookout for a new lead tipper. Nothing, no real details to say where their original lead tipper has went, uh, but suffice to say, they need a new one. So they're on the lookout. Now, this is by open application. They stress this. They haven't anybody kind of earmarked. They've nobody picked out for the job. They basically said, if you want to do the job and you think you're up for it, give us a shout and we'll speak to you. So that's it. So if you are up for the challenge to play with Klaus Kelt here in Nornjern, and uh, yeah, in grade two, what an amazing season they've had, by the way. Klaus Kelt are a very strong band. So if you do happen to tick over the ranks at the back, you'll be joining a very strong outfit. So, yeah. If you are interested, you can contact Klaus Kelt Pipe Band through their social media is their preferred option. So that would probably be through their Facebook page. There you go. Now, speaking of recruitment, there are other bands who are on the lookout. I did mention it in last week's podcast. Let's go through a little bit of a list, shall we? We have Blarian District, of course, that I mentioned. Manor Cunningham, Lisna Mulligan, Bally Breast, Tamla O'Crilly, Gory Pipe Band, Irvine and District Pipe Band. Yeah, it's just, yeah, the list is getting longer, folks. I do have more on this list, so... But it's yeah, it's getting longer and longer. The, the amount of bands now who are just so keen to get players, it's ridiculous. Well, this is now kind of affectionately known as the transfer season. So, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. Bands are hungry, looking for players. And so be you at beginner stage or advanced or even a grade one standard, whatever. Yeah, these bands want to hear from you. So, I did mention it in last week's show that we talked about the Big Rab Show matchmaking service. And no, it's not a dating service. Uh, some of the text messages we got to our live show said, Oh, would you hook me up with a date, big lad? Uh, no, we're not that kind of matchmaking service. <laughs> so, if you are interested in being matched or paired up with a pipe band who are looking for players, please get in contact. There's so many pipe bands reaching to us saying, Rab, we need players, we need pipers, we need drummers, can you get us some? Yeah, I will do my best. So rather than just simply read through a list of names of pipe bands, I want to throw it out there to you guys. If you want to learn, even if you're a complete beginner, give us a shout. 
where do you live, where do you think you can travel to, and yeah, we will point you in the right direction of a band in your local area, hopefully that will be able to teach you. Or, even at that, if you haven't played in a couple of years, or maybe you're just thinking of moving pipe bands, definitely just give us a shout. Give us an email at bigrabshow at gmail.com or reach us on Facebook, and we will do our utmost to try and pair you up with a pipe band that's close to you. So that's us, the Big Grab Show Matchmaking Service. And to be fair, I am very happy to report we've actually set up two pipers with a local pipe band. And that's, yeah, they didn't want to be identified, so yeah, but there you go. (laughs) Two people had already contacted the show saying, hey mate, haven't played in a while, I live in whatever area, and uh, yeah, can you hook me up with a band that's close by? And I did. I, yeah, sent the messages across and get everybody talking, and there you go. The guys attended practice and the rest is history. So... That's what we're all about here in the Rab Show over the winter months. We're trying to get people back in and playing again. And I know everybody's looking at me. Hey, Rab, any plans? Playing anywhere? Huh? Huh? I've had a lot of that. Yeah. To be fair, I haven't lifted the sticks in such a long time. Well, I say a long time. It's maybe a couple of months ago now. Um, where I just kind of footered in the house and played. But that's about it. There's nothing really. I haven't played in pipe bands in such a long time. I don't know if I can honestly do it now. If anything, I'm tied up so much with all of this radio stuff as well. It's difficult to find time. But you know what? The itch is there. <laughs> so who knows? You may see me stuck behind the back line of some pipe band somewhere. You never know. You never know. Right. Last bit of piping news. <clears throat> Let's talk about Winter Storm. Can you believe it? We're talking about Winter Storm already. I know. It's not right, is it? It's just like the world seems like a distant memory. Uh, so yeah, Winterstorm made a massive announcement there not too long ago. I think it's past week actually that they've announced the dates for Winterstorm 2018. The dates are January 12th, January 13th and January 14th, 2018. So 13th, 14th, 18th. What? No. I can't even read my own script now, man. 12th, 13th, 14th. That's better, Rob. Of 2018. Uh. <laughs> See, you wouldn't need you wouldn't need to be dependent on me to book hotels and stuff like would you? I'd book you in for the wrong week. So there you go. Get your bookings in. Winter storm is just around the corner, believe it or not, yeah, because this is nearly September. January's only just around the corner to be fair. So yeah, get your bookings in now because rest assured these dates have now been announced and the hotel bookings and that in the area will go pretty quick. So Get them in now if you are interested in going to Winter Storm. Winter Storm itself is a huge event. I can't stress how big it actually is. Uh, the reason it runs over three days is because I think it needs the full three days to pack it all in. It's incredible. So there's Winter Storm, of course, then there's Winter Steam, of course, and that's just awesome itself. And uh, so much good piping and drumming coming there from Kansas City. It's just awesome. With a bit of luck... Who knows, within the next 50 years, I may make it over to Winterstorm at some time. I would love to go to Winterstorm, man. It would just be awesome to check out the event firsthand because the piping scene over there is very, very healthy. And, yeah, to see Winterstorm in person would just be incredible. So, it's in front of us, guys. We do hope to bring you as much coverage from Winterstorm itself as it happens in 2018. But that's all in front of us. Yeah. Now, as more announcements come from Winterstorm, we do hope to bring it to you here on the podcast because... 
yeah, at the minute, none of the lineup has been confirmed. Uh, none of the workshops, none of the concerts, no, nothing like that has been announced yet. It's only the dates. So they're just telling people when it's on so you can get your bookings made now for your, all your travel arrangements. So there you go. Okay. I can throw that script away. <sighs> and I can't make myself a cup of tea for topic of the week. I'm stuck in my car. Ah. Well, do you know what? There's a wee corner shop over there, actually. I might go and get myself a bottle or something. Anyway, right. I am going out of my car. Yes, and I will get myself a bottle of something from the shop. It's time for the topic of the week. Looking to book more gigs? Or maybe you're just a busker looking for more work? House of Piping connects bagpipers with clients looking to hire. Member profiles include an image gallery, contact information a link to your website, and audio-video recordings, all with full 30-day money-back guarantee. Visit houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow for an exclusive membership discount. Again, that's houseofpiping.com forward slash bigrabshow and get piping. Loud Pipes Visual Media is your dedicated resource for coverage of pipe bands from Northern Ireland. Loud Pipes Visual Media specialises in both photography and videography, so you don't only get to see the fantastic spectacle of piping and drumming, but you also get to hear it too. Loud Pipes Visual Media is always very keen to promote bands from Northern Ireland, so if you or your band has an event or you would like a specific photograph or video taken, please get in touch with Loud Pipes Visual Media on their Facebook page or contact Barbara on 07192314024 Hello this is Fred Morrison and you're listening to the Big Rab show Pipe Band Hub promoting the pipe band scene since 2011 For all your news results and performances follow them on Facebook Twitter and with over 250 performances on their Audio Mac site to choose from Make the Pipe Band Hub your first choice online when you pick up your phone. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's time for the topic of the week. I'm now back in my car and I got myself a wee bottle of water and that. And so, ah, lovely. I'm all hydrated. Grant, topic of the week this week is a bit random. To be honest, I wanted to talk about the Big Rab Show. We haven't really talked about ourselves in a good while uh, because, yeah, the, the only real time we ever talked about our own show has been on our introduction podcast, our episode one. So, I have to give a shout out at this point to our patrons. Now, this is why I wanted to talk about ourselves, first and foremost, about our own show on this week's podcast. Because we're going through some very important things over this next few winter months, and I wanted to bring you guys through it with us. Now, thanks to our patrons, Jeremy Downs, Brandon Moreno, and of course, the House of Piping. You guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, yeah, supporting what we do. It's just fantastic to have you guys contributing. Now, why the Patreon? I've talked about this before. The Patreon is there so we can help try and raise some funds so we can reinvest back in our show. And that's basically it. People are thinking that I'm doing the podcast and making an absolute fortune and I am actually not recording this in my car. I'm actually recording it on my yacht in the Bahamas. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm outside the SSE Arena, <laughs> parked in my Ford, talking into a voice recorder. So, 
it is what it is. It's glamorous, isn't it? So, yeah, the whole idea behind the Patreon is if you go to the Patreon page, uh, you can go and check it out. All the links are in the, the show notes there. You can go and check them out. You watch the introduction video, and I basically explain it to why the whole thing was set up. So it was all about reinvestment and trying to invest in the quality, I think, for anything else. You guys, throughout this past season for 2017, have been enjoying a lot of our live streaming. Now, live streaming for ourselves here in the Big Rab Show has been kind of a mainstay this past two seasons. Last year, we were only kind of really toying with the idea. We messed around with uh, Periscope, I think it was. And then, yeah, we kind of mucked about with Facebook, didn't really commit to it too much. We kind of just done the odd band every now and again, and maybe the odd results every now and again. But there was nothing really set in stone. Well, this year, we attacked it big time. We went at it as hard as we possibly could, and we have a full team on board now. Normally, this past, well, since last year, it was only really me. It was myself, and then Gemma Redmond had came along, and she was helping me out as well. Now, Gemma, of course, at the time was a piper with Douko Triumph Street, and uh, so she was competing at the time, so obviously live streaming and competing with the band, it was difficult to balance both. So it was just difficult to do, you know, but I have to give Gemma her props. Gemma had done some amazing work on the show, and if anything, it was all completely voluntary. She took time out of her day to work hard on the show, and I was really appreciated, Gemma, so thank you. Gemma was awesome. So, unfortunately, though, Gemma moved to Canada. <laughs> yeah, she moved to Canada, and yeah, so she's no longer here in Northern Ireland, so could no longer cover any of the, the championships here in the UK. So, that left me in a position where I was thinking, uh-oh, what am I going to do? Uh, because I knew myself with my day job and such that I wasn't going to be able to make every competition. So, I put the I put the feelers out there and asked, can anybody help? And thankfully, I got two amazing volunteers to come and help us out. Andrew Shilladay and Kirsten Stewart. These two guys are just legends. When everybody's tuned into the live stream and they're watching it, everyone's thanking Big Rab. But essentially, they should be thanking the guys who are doing the live streaming. That is either Kirsten, if it's in Scotland, or it's Andrew, if it's here in Northern Ireland. Now, these guys have worked incredibly hard. Uh, the reason why I wanted to give them a special shout on the podcast is because they are just the same as me. They're literally doing it for the passion of it. These guys love the music and have the same vision as me. They want to try and spread piping and drumming as far and as wide as humanly possible. So live streaming is possibly the best way to do that. Our videos on our Facebook uh, live feed, um, I'm not going to boast by any means, but we have, uh, yeah, we have hundreds of thousands of people watching. Um, we On last year, we made the mistake of live streaming the entire grade one from start to end with no breaks, and that video received over half a million views. 500,000 views and Facebook actually pulled the video. They said that video was far too popular and uh, we can't hold the bandwidth for it. So <laughs> they pulled the video and I was given a very stern warning by Facebook and that ah, it's all water under the bridge. It's all lessons learned as the part you know through the whole process of it all. But if anything it illustrated to me the sheer demand for piping and drumming both locally and internationally. It's yeah, it is what it is. So, I have to say a massive thank you to Andrew and Kirsten both, who have been working tirelessly as part of the Big Rab Show team, 
piecing everything together and it's just awesome to have the help because essentially it has just been me for quite a while and if anything to have the help with the live streaming and such it's just awesome now i do get contacted every now and again from people who say would it be cool rab if i was to help out and maybe you know snap a few photographs for you or take a video clip or something and my answer to that would be absolutely absolutely yeah the Rab Show team is not a closed door. I would love to hear from absolutely everyone, especially internationally, to tell us about your piping scene internationally. And yeah, film little video clips, take photographs, let us know how a particular event went. Yeah, because these events, our current team at the moment are all based in the UK. Like for instance, I'm not going to be able to fly to New Zealand this year. So I'm not going to know what's going to be happening down in the New Zealand competitive season. Or even over in the Netherlands or Canada or wherever internationally. I think if anybody out there would like to help out on the Rab Show team and, yeah, help us spread piping and drumming internationally, you know, and again, I have to stress, it's voluntary. <laughs> I'm not a gazillionaire and unfortunately I can't afford to pay. But, yeah, it is what it is. You know, we are here in the Rab Show to report what we love. And I said this from episode one, the whole reason for doing the podcast is because no one else was doing it. And that was it. You know, there was myself and there was the Grace Note Vortex. Grace Note Vortex guys, I have to give them a shout out. Those, those guys are awesome. I'm a massive fan of the Grace Note Vortex. I know people would say, oh, they're your rivals. No, they're not. They're friends. I love their podcast. I think it's awesome. If anything, if you listen to their podcast, you hear a recording, a voice recording of me saying, I'm a massive fan of the Grace Note Vortex. Yeah, and it's true. <laughs> so if you haven't checked out the Grace Note Vortex, go and check them out. If anything, their podcast is much more conversational than mine ever could be because it's just me and myself. But these guys sit in a room and there's three of them and they debate things. And it's interesting to join in the conversation, you know. Uh, so I guess that's where my show is kind of lacking. It is only just me and that's it, you know. So I don't know. That is what a podcast is, I suppose. So that's what I was going to bring to you guys. A couple of questions. Well, a couple of statements, actually. Not questions, really. So, yeah. If any of you guys out there would like to help out at the Rab Show team, please do get in contact. Yeah. It's simple as that. If you do think that you could bring anything to the team, or even some interesting online content, or anything at all, even audio, like a few recordings of a band playing somewhere, or just anything at all, feel free. Get in contact with us, bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, especially to hear about the international piping team, because as our focus is UK-based, and it is based on the RSPBA calendar and all of that, you know, we would love to hear about the North American Championships. We'd love to hear about the Australian Nationals. You know, stuff like this. Competitions that we would ordinarily never have a chance to hear anything from. That's, that's what we're... We would love to hear this. You know what I mean? So if anybody listening internationally would love to take up the challenge, please do. Mail us in. BigRabShow at gmail.com Now, that's not to say that the door is closed for local listeners as well. Here in the UK. Andrew and Kirsten both really busted themselves producing what they managed to produce and to be fair the body of work that they've produced this past season has been incredible and i take my hat off to them you know they sat through some terrible conditions dealing with really bad cell coverage and uh, it was just 
yeah, I took my hat off. I can't sing their praises enough. But if they had an extra pair of hands on the day, that would have meant so much. Even as simple as allowing them to have a toilet break. <laughs> someone to hand them a bottle of water so they could have a drink or just something because as you can imagine standing there for the whole of grade one sometimes can be a bit laborious you could be standing there for quite a while it could be lashing with rain you're soaking wet you're cold and even for the results as well it's incredibly difficult to get a good position so you can hear and see what's going on so uh yeah if we had an extra pair of hands on that front awesome sauce that would be amazing anyway that's it for recruitment (laughs) it's not really recruitment because i'm not paying anyone but yeah i just wanted to put it out there because we have received a whole load of questions saying can you help and the answer is yeah you can go ahead now i have to say a little bit more on the patreon thing because we had a bunch of questions saying uh just how much money are you making from this a few people were concerned we do have a sponsorship by g1 that we don't make any secret about that it's on the very start of the show and it's at the end of the show and we are massive fans of g1 and we thank them so much for being awesome sponsors these guys are just incredible g1 pay the bills so they pay all of our web hosting they do all of that kind of cool stuff so basically like i say they keep the lights on here at the big rap show podcast they're just incredible can't sing their praises enough they pay the bills Everything else over and above, which is the Patreon, is all being reinvested back into the show. So, when people ask how much money I'm making, ah, you're bound to be making a pound or two. Look at your listening figures, ah, you're bound to be making a fortune. No, is the answer. Yeah, the kind of blunt is no, not making any money at all. Any money that's being raised through the Patreon and all the rest is being reinvested back into the show. So, as much as I don't like to talk about financials and all the rest, that is what it is. G1 pay our bills for us so we can have a podcast and bring you guys awesome content. And then the whole idea behind the Patreon is so we can invest in the show and up the quality. That's what it's all about. So who knows, in the future, maybe for 2018, we'll have high definition live streaming of all the grades and every grade and all the rest. And you'll be able to select your grade that you want to watch and it'll all be there in like uh, HD quality with cinema surround sound. Who the, who the heck am I kidding? For goodness sake. Uh, <laughs> oh, my head's in the clouds sometimes, man. But yeah, next season we do have plans, let's say, of how we can address the 2018 season. But they're only plans as yet. Now, nothing is really set in concrete yet because 2018 is a long way off. But that's not to say there's nothing happening right now. Because there is. I wanted to chat to you guys about this and bring it to you. We have a lot of very special episodes coming your way. If you are a Patreon, if you are supporting us on our Patreon page, you will have access to up-and-coming shows. That's a little perk that we have on there. There's all sorts of different perks, like access to backstage videos, you know, behind-the-scenes kind of setup stuff. You know, it's just, yeah, so many little perks and things. So go and check out the Patreon page. All sorts of little nuggets in there of extra stuff you can get from the Rab Show. But yeah, I wanted to bring these to the podcast. One topic that I have been wanting to talk about for quite a while now is the learning journey. Now, I've been talking about this really since I've started the podcast. I've realized the pipers and drummers all have such varied and different ways of learning how to play and bringing themselves to the piping world. 
it's just yeah i think that's a really interesting topic how everyone gets gets a start what's the proper way to start you know that's an argument to have in itself you know but anyway that's a particular podcast that i want really been working hard on to try and bring to you guys if anything it's turning out to be maybe a three or four part podcast it's like it's huge so that's to come i also have another podcast that's in the works and I haven't talked about it yet, so I'm going to bring it to you guys now, and you can let me know your thoughts ahead of its final broadcast. We're going to be talking about bass drummers. Sometimes people forget about the lonely old bass drummer. Now, for those of you... <laughs> I can hear people laughing. Yeah, people forget just how important bass drummers are. I think, in my own opinion, I honestly think that the bass drummer... It's kind of, yeah, he is kind of an afterthought when it comes to pipe bands. There's the snare line, which everyone wants to play snare, or is the pipeline. Everyone wants to play the piping. And then the tenors do the visual stuff, as well as the little intricate, you know, ups and downs and notes and rises and falls. So the tenors are doing their thing. Where's the bass drummer? You know what I mean? <laughs> so for me, the bass drummer... But this is kind of my own thought on it so far. The bass drummer, for me, has always been the heart of the band. I've heard I've heard people describe the bass drum as the metronome. That's one train of thought. I've heard it, yeah, the heart of the band. I've heard it being the pulse, you know, the, yeah. Just so many different things that bass drumming really doesn't get credit for, I don't think. You know, so... Yeah, that's a podcast in itself that I want to bring. And possibly that could be a two or three parter as well as we talk about bass drumming. That in itself, bass drumming is not as easy as people think it is. People think, ah, bass drumming, it's a massive big drum that's set on its side and you just smack the life out of it on both sides. You know, bang, 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 and that's about it. Oh, no, sir. No, no, no. Whenever you look at some of the modern day bass drummers, especially in the likes of the Field Marshal or Inferiore or you know all those top flight bands in Grade 1, some of those bass drummers are just so talented. They're so incredible, bringing such musical intricacies that maybe you don't appreciate unless you're really listening for them. So I challenge you, you guys out there, ahead of me bringing this podcast out, the topic of bass drummers, I want you guys to do a little bit of homework. Listen to some piping and drumming, regardless of the grade, and try next time to listen purposely on what the bass drummer's doing. Some bands get it really right, and yeah, they, the bass drummer really adds so much to the performance, you're almost wanting to take your hat off and applaud the bass drummer on his own. But in some bands, basically the bass drum just... That's it, it just keeps the tempo. And, you know, some boys, some boys think that that's completely right. That's exactly what a bass drummer should do. And they should keep the time. And they're the metronome. And, yeah, there is an argument for that. Yeah, the bass drummer should be the metronome and keep the pulse of the band. But what bass drummers are doing nowadays, it's so musically interesting. Uh, that's going to be a massive topic. So, there you go, guys. That's what's in front of us here in the podcast. On the live show itself, we have so many amazing guests booked in all the way through the winter months. You're going to be spoiled, <laughs> to be honest. So many amazing guests coming in from yeah around the piping world in Northern Ireland. And hopefully we'll be bringing a pile of them to the podcast here as well. Right, guys. That's it. <sighs> yeah. 
I don't know. I'm going to have to head home now. <laughs> the dress rehearsal has now finished. The car park is now empty. And I'm sitting here on my own. So it's time for me to leave. Get the podcast put together. Uploaded. Hope you guys enjoyed it for another week. That's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Please do check out our Patreon page. Hope I managed to answer a lot of your questions. And uh, yeah. If you do fancy helping out the team. Please do go and support our Patreon page. Give us that all important review on iTunes. And yeah hit that subscribe button and so you don't miss an episode okay guys we'll see you all again on the rap show podcast next week all the best well that's it for another big rap show podcast many thanks to our sponsors g1 reads raising the benchmark throughout all the grades winning eight out of nine possible world championship performances g1 reads are played by bands around the world producing that quintessential tone if you don't believe me Just listen to our current world champions in Vararian District. Until next time, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rap Show podcast. All the best.